You're listening to Tahlequah United Methodist Church's Sermon Podcast. We hope you enjoy listening to the podcast and connect with us online at TahlequahUMC.org. May you be blessed by the hearing and reading of Scripture and the meditation on the Word. Have a good day. So I have a pop quiz for Shanna, but this is also for you as well. I've got a couple of questions I'm going to ask you to see how well your Christmas knowledge is. Can't look at my answer sheet. <laughs> so, Corey, Shanna, and I'll let you answer aloud. And, and if you want to, you can write your answer down uh, in your bulletin there. Or if you're joining us online, chime in online as well. Um, according to 1946 Christmas classic, It's a Wonderful Life, what happens in every time and a bell rings? Now, let me read the, let me read the choices, okay? An angel gets its wings. An angel gets a Red Bull, an angel gets a new car, or an angel gets a million dollars. Shanna, what do you think? An angel gets its wings. An angel gets its wings. You are correct. Yes. So the next question is, in Dr. Seuss's The Grinch attempts to steal Christmas from what unexpecting town? From which? Which, what, which, B or A, Uptown? B, downtown, C, Mudville, or D, Whoville? Uh, the answer is Whoville. The answer is D, you are correct, D, Hood, Whoville. Yeah, not Hoodville. Not Hoodville. I, the slip of the tongue. So this one's going to be a little hard. They're getting a little harder now. So which Gospels have a birth story in it? Is it A, Mark and John? B, Matthew or Luke, C, Matthew, Luke and John, D, John and Matthew? The answer is B, Matthew and Luke. You are correct. The answer is B, Matthew <laughs> and Luke. <laughs> thought I'd make you sweat a little bit. <laughs> I thought, I've been to seminary. I know this one. <laughs> Now, this is one that we talked about. Yes, it is. Uh, at great length. And this is my question. This is definitely your question. This is my question. How many wise men were there? Were there A, three, B, four, C, five, D, seven, or E, we do not know? What do you all think? We don't know. You're correct. We really don't know. Although you hear the song in, in the, the, the wise men song, it says that three wise men came. But in Scripture, we really don't know uh, how many came. They, we know that they brought three gifts, but that could have been 12 people brought three gifts. It could have been one person bought three gifts. We, we really don't know. We just know that there were three gifts brought and that there were wise men sent uh, by Herod to find out the baby Jesus. And Shanna, you have one question for me. Yes. My question is, so when the wise men finally found Jesus and showed up, frankincense and gold were brought. And do you know what the third wise men said? No. Oh, but wait, there's myrrh. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. You know, Bob, you said you didn't know that pastors could be comedians. (laughs) Um, and Shanna, has, that's just been Shanna's, Shanna's eaten that up every... Since Thursday. In since fact, Thursday. Yes, in fact, Christmas Eve, I said something to someone about the wise men in message. Please don't tell it again. 
So, bye everybody. <laughs> Thank you. I wanted to start off, a, I just wanted to have a little bit of fun today. Um, as we think about uh, the scripture for today, and as we think about um, this season that we're in, um, you know, some of us are still have many Christmases left. Some of us still have a lot going on with New Year's coming around the corner. Some of us just, um, it's just a busy season, or some of us that this season is still struggle. Because remember those moments that um, are no longer happening or no longer exist. And, you know, what I found interesting as I was looking for uh, scripture this week, as I was looking through the Revised Common Lectionary, was the gospel reading this week is a, u- is a unique lesson. And so we're going to uh, jump ahead and, and look at this. It's from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2, verses, um, I'm going to read verses, uh, let's see here, um, 39 through 51, or actually 52, 39 through 52. Listen to these words. When Mary and Joseph had completed everything the law required, required by the law, they returned to their hometown, Nazareth in Galilee. The child grew up and became strong. He was filled with wisdom and God's favor on him. Each year, his parents went to Jerusalem for the Passover festival. When he was 12 years old, they went up to Jerusalem according to their custom. After the festival was over, they were returning home, but the boy, Jesus, stayed behind in Jerusalem. His parents didn't know it. Supposing that he was among the band of travelers, they journeyed on a full day while looking for him among their family and friends. When they didn't find Jesus, they returned to Jerusalem to look for him. After three days, they found him in the temple. He was sitting among the teachers, listening to them and putting questions to them. Everyone who had heard him was amazed by his understanding and his answers. When his parents saw him, they were shocked. His mother said, Child, why have you treated us like this? Listen, your father and I have been worried. We've been looking for you. Jesus replied, Why were you looking for me? Didn't you know that it was necessary for me to be in my father's house? But they didn't understand what he had said to them. Jesus went down to Nazareth with them and was obedient to them. His mother cherished every word in her heart. Jesus matured in wisdom and years and favor with God and with people. This is the scripture of faith for the people of faith. Thanks be to God. Amen. So here we are. We're not even a, really a day from Christmas, and we've already lost Jesus. Now, this is teenage Jesus. So, like, we jumped ahead. This jumped ahead quite a bit of years, but here we are. Like, could you imagine what that would be like? You're, you're traveling with a group of people, and then all of a sudden, like, hey, have you seen Jesus? Anybody, anybody know where Jesus is? Have you ever done that? Have you ever lost a child or maybe have misplaced a child in a store or something? I remember when my brother graduated high school, it was, a, um, it was one of the years that the high school had to pivot and move the, um, move the graduation inside to Indio Gym, and, and so everybody left. My whole family was at our house, and they all uh, left, and they left little old teenage, or actually eight-year-old Matt sitting in his bedroom watching the NBA Finals. 
clueless and knowing what had happened, knowing that everybody had left. And it got quiet. And hey, as, a, as an introvert, when things get quiet, that's like a blissful thing. And, and I was watching basketball. I was watching Jordan. I was excited. You know, I was living the life and enjoying what was going on. I could care less what was going on outside. And then in walked my mom and said, you know, we thought you were with Grandma and Grandpa, and they thought you were with your uncles, and, and, and you know, I was being bounced around even though I was not there. And they'd realized I wasn't there, and they came back to get me. I know what it's like to, to be that child, to be lost, and to be found. But here we are, not even a few days later, and we've already lost Jesus. Have you? Have you already lost sight of what this is really about, what this season is really about? Or did we get caught up in that, that other sense of Christmas that maybe we didn't get the right gift, or maybe we didn't get the gift that we wanted, or maybe like the person didn't come, and, or maybe like things didn't go as according to plan, because that's, that happens. But if we lose sight of what this season is really about, we've missed this point altogether. And we're called to, to pay attention to Jesus. I can only imagine what it would have been like to have been one of those religious leaders at the time. Here's this 12-year-old pushing and testing me. I've had that happen as a pastor when they ask me those tough questions. And I'm just like, oh, wow, like, wow, you're well beyond your years of knowledge. When my kids do it, I say, go ask your mom. I'm not lying. It's the truth. And then she says, go ask your dad. So it's a fun back and forth between us. But have we lost sight of what this is really about? Have we already forgotten our why? You know, Jesus came to earth to be with us, to, to show us the way, the truth, and the life. And, and if we've already lost sight of that after one day, what do we need to do for the next 364? We need to refocus. We need to keep Jesus at the center of ourselves. And those times that we lose him because you will, because just it happens. Hey, look, Mary and Joseph. Mary and Joseph lost Jesus. The disciples lost sight of Jesus. It happens. And all we have to do is stop, look, and listen to where the Holy Spirit is pulling us and challenging us to be. And when we do that, that's where God wants us to be. That's where God is calling you to do God's work. If you're wondering where to do God's work or you're wondering where God is calling you, just stop, look, and listen and pay attention to where God is calling you and those places of growth, those, those places of struggle, those, those places that might be pushing you to do more, that is where God is calling you. Don't run away. Be open to the possibility of what could be. And don't be afraid to go look for Jesus, even if you have to lose a whole other day to do it. They got a day ahead of Jesus. They had to give a whole other day to come back to Jesus. And they learn a lot in that moment. Not only that, we learn from Jesus in this moment. But why were you looking for me? Didn't you know I'd be in the Father's house? I think the call there from Jesus is, is why didn't you just look for me? In the Father's house, the easiest place to find me. You see, church, we embody that when we go out into the world. 
We are light bearers in the world. And if we truly say we follow Jesus, everything we do models that. Everything we do shows that we love and care for Jesus. Even when we turn away and our love fails and we lose Jesus, we lose sight of Jesus, we can turn around and say, hey, there he was. Because God is with us. He never leaves us. He loves and cares for us. Jesus doesn't lose us. We lose Jesus. And so I want to challenge you in this next year to keep your eyes on Jesus. Even when you lose sight of him, even when you lose track of him, and be willing to go and do what Jesus is calling you to do. Even if it's hard. Because know this, that God is with you. No matter where you are, no matter how hard the road is, God is with you. And that's because he loves us and cares for us. That he came to be with us. And he really did show us how to live. And if we lean into that and we live that way, we found him and we can be rejoiceful. Much like Mary and Joseph were when they found Jesus. Because I guarantee you it was kind of a, because uh, we've all been there when we've lost something and we found it. So don't be afraid. Look for Jesus. And he's right there. Right where you left him waiting for you let us pray lord you know our confusion this day when the gospel reflects that moment in jesus's life when he is found in the temple learning from the teachers and teaching the elders we really haven't gotten over the mystique of christmas the birth of angels and shepherds and suddenly we are cast just for this moment into this scene. We aren't ready for Jesus to be 12-year-old boy. We want to keep him a baby. Like the worried parents of Jesus, we are frightened by his disappearance. Why weren't his parents more diligent? Why didn't they know where he would be? And when Mary and Joseph found Jesus, they were a bit upset, but they wanted to know how he could be so thoughtless. But he responded with a rather cryptic message about being in his father's house. And what did that mean? What does that mean to us? We, we come to this building for this time of worship, and we say we are in God's house, and for this time we feel a sense of the Spirit, of the presence of God. Then we go back into the world and we lose that feeling. And God's house is our very selves. God makes God's home each and every one of our lives and makes a tent among us. The gathering time we have, call, we have and call to worship and this time and space, we are reminded of ourselves of God's abiding love and to celebrate with each other. God's infinite presence, challenging to be God's community. Open our hearts this day. Help us to understand your loving presence 
and challenge among us and make us ready to serve you in this world as we find you again. Lord Jesus, help us. Help us be faithful. And all of God's people said, Amen. Thank you for listening to Tahlequah United Methodist Church's sermon podcast. We hope you have a good week, and we ask that you connect with us online at TahlequahUMC.org. Thank you, and have a good day.